catching up with your lessons. How are you guys doing? How have you guys been? I know it's been a decade I recorded. I'm sorry guys. I'm really sorry. I think that my apologies. I've just had to know things to do lately. Go back to school and to fix settling and all that. I'm so sorry. I didn't do anything for you guys. Forgiveness, please. So guys, let's do this. Today guys, we'll be talking about depression, yeah. Depression, depression, depression. I know a lot of you have one thing or the other you could say about depression. Yeah, but I want to talk about depression. So, a lot of people tend to think depression should look some way or it should be in a certain way. People that depression behave in a particular manner, it should be written all over their faces. They are depressed. If I see you, I should be able to detect it that you are depressed. But guys, no, it doesn't always work like that. It doesn't always appear like that. And sometimes people confuse being depressed, being sad. Being depressed and being sad are two different things, like entirely. Being sad is just uh, a human emotion that everybody or yeah, everybody goes through it. Everybody feels sad at the point in their life. But depression is a medical illness that negatively affects how someone feels, the way they think, the way they act. And in simple definition, you could say depression is a constant feeling of sadness and loss of interest in the things you normally would do and normally you would love doing. So like I said, depression is a medical illness and yes, it is treatable. So depression is really complex and that's why it has never been stated like the main reason for being depressed. There's so many reasons one could be depressed, it could be from their past, probably an abuse, either physical or sexual or emotional abuse, it could be certain medications because some drugs actually have side effects and some drugs side effects is depression and it could also be conflict like personal conflict with family disputes and all that it could also make somebody depressed and sometimes genetics some people are depressed because i don't want to say it's a family problem but genes they are depressed because of that and sometimes it could major events either grief and loss so other reasons could be personal problems and even stress yeah as small as it looks like uh, as small as it may sound stress is also a curse for depression and then the other of them or the other of them is when you don't even know why you're depressed when there's no certain reason attached to why you are depressed it's hard to explain what is really wrong but at the same time you feel completely and utterly hopeless just feel like probably life is just too much for you to handle and everything seems like they're just putting you down, putting you and putting you down. So that is what depression looks like. So like I said earlier, you cannot judge how a person is feeling or what a person is feeling by just looking at them because depression doesn't look a certain way and it doesn't have to act in a particular manner. There's no system to how it works. So you cannot just judge somebody by looking at them and then you figure out what's wrong with them. So most most often those that suffer from it try their best to hide it from people around them because they don't want questions because probably when they ask them questions they could break down probably avoiding things like that so they put on a smile and wear this happy face but deep down they are sad so let me share with you about my depression story 
Yeah, I've dealt with depression since let's say 2014 or about and all along I didn't know it was depression I was battling with because I was just treating malaria, typhoid, one thing or the other and I was unsteady. I'm Muslim and Parastamol for like two years, like every day. I count how many times I didn't go in without taking Parastamol, like three times a week, and then I was using twice a day. It was that bad. And yeah, uh, this was on prescription. I went to doctors and all that. Everything that was coming out was just, I was having, I was always having, having malaria and this constant headache. Till 2017. My mom took the big step of like let's leave all these private doctors and clinics and all that and then we started this journey of general hospital so i saw tons and tons of doctors from this place to this one always referring to one thing one thing one thing one time it was mild restriction to that time it was thyroid cancer and they did this ecg thing saw the consultant don't tell you i don't tell the story of the ecg i don't like it Feel some, I feel invested. <laughs> yeah, so then there was this doctor that was the last doctor before I got referred to the final doctor. So she just did this test on me. I don't tell you because my sisters always laugh about it. It's not that funny. But she did this test and she was like, Did you feel anything? And I'm like, No, ma'am, like nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. And she's like, Okay. Then she took that mom, said, Um, she started with she didn't want, want to go straight to that. I was going to see the psychiatrist. So she went with um it's not everybody that is seeing psychiatrist that is mad. <laughs> Damn doctors. And then she went on and was like, she's going to refer me to the psychiatrist and all that. And when I got there, the psychiatrist said did their own test too. It said I've been depressed and that's the major reason behind the whole headache and the whole malaria and everything yeah so i've i've had therapists and i've really never talked about it until recently because of the stigma people attached to mental health but talking about it now i feel more comfortable talking about it because yeah we move <laughs> so if someone does trust you enough to talk about it how they are feeling like their mental health struggle just be kind to them it's actually okay to acknowledge that you don't understand what it is like especially when you don't know what it is like so you could feel sorry for the person and just be there for the person and make sure the person knows that you're there for them and you hope they get better soon so don't feel the need to give them any advice to make them feel better because I can tell you, they have heard those advice you probably want to give. In fact, they can advise you. So, there's no need at that particular time to give them any advice. Hugs are nice. <laughs> I love warm hugs. Ah, So, you don't have to tell somebody that is depressed to minimize their feelings. You don't dismiss their symptoms or deny how they feel in the name of trying to make them feel better. You don't do things like that. You know, they are they may be feeling some way and they have actually having some symptoms like maybe the change in the appetite, either eating too much or not even eating enough, or sleeping too much, like although they say sometimes when people sleep too much they are bored. Or not even getting enough sleep, maybe lack of energy, my sister's laziness. 
sometimes people that are depressed have low self-esteem they have troubles concentrating or making decisions and they also feel hopeless sometimes and yeah their mood swing is not so good so then anxiety yeah depressed people actually always anxious and sometimes they feel so overwhelmed and some even have suicidal thoughts but they're always feeling sad and very very sensitive in fact oversensitive to criticism so don't compare the way they feel to others don't do that in any any manner don't compare their feelings to others don't express apathy and don't tell them to snap out of it. You don't tell a depressed person that try harder, you can do better, and you snap out of it. It doesn't always work like that. When a depressed person tells you how they are feeling, like don't show disbelief and then say you don't look sad, you don't know that you they are feeling. And don't and when they go express themselves, don't shame them. Just try to avoid all these things. That's how they are feeling. Tell them you care. Not just telling them you care. Show them that you care. Ask how you can be of help and really be of help. Help them with little tasks that you can also help them with. Doesn't not offer help to them like and find help for them. It it is already severe because we have minor and severe depression. So offer help to them and find help for them. Then express empathy and understand this that's, that's the thing like show that you understand not just understand what they are saying and be supportive when i say supportive i mean witness how they are feeling and when i say witness how they are feeling often time when we actually want to help somebody that is sad and we want to help them come out of how they are feeling we try to look for the right words to say at that point you don't necessarily have to find the best words to say you don't have to think of the right words to say they just want you to feel what they are feeling like understand what they are going through you don't have to say words to make them feel better just feel what they are feeling witness their feelings and when you're trying to do that don't try to minimize their pain or try to cheer them up. no don't try it although to you you might actually see that as you being supportive but no, just as someone who is depressed can't force themselves to just snap out and laugh about it, they can't force their brains to release more of the serotonin, so they can't force it, and so they cannot just decide to be happy because you're trying to cheer them up. No, just try to affirm that their feelings make sense. Although to you, it might like in simple terms, literally, they might actually be overreacting, but you don't have to make them feel that way try to affirm what they are feeling try to feel understand what they are saying it could be you just even maybe for example your friend is going through a, a heartbreak probably she broke up or something there are words you could say if you have not been in that she could just i could imagine how you are feeling and i can understand what you are going through and probably if you've had that experience like when i had when this happened to me it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't you understand express yourself so and when you're trying to tell them how you dealt with it don't shift your attention from yourself please don't be toxic don't shift it from yourself and then start talking about your own pain there and then you just probably say a little about it so they can know that you actually do understand what they are saying then also you could suggest action steps 
but before you suggest action steps i would like you to ask them if they have any solution to what is going on some people want to talk about it and just go to bed and feel better by themselves why someone talk about it then think about the possible way they could feel better like solve the whole issue so if you could help them with things like come up with ideas make them feel better good if they have ideas let them tell you help them build their own ideas because most times when people think of ways to solve their own problems they often like to go by their own way because it's easier they thought about it and they want to do it so support them with their own suggestions and if you do have definitely go on and if you have been depressed and you are fine like you're coming out of it you're actually better try to avoid the triggers try to avoid the triggers I remember losing my cat wasn't nice of me. Yeah. I lost my cat recently, like back to back. And it wasn't nice. I saw myself slipping back into depression, like right back. Like I was even diving back into it. When the first one died, I cried like <laughs> I cried my eyes out and then I just shook it off. Then I was left with two following day because of the fear that and I lost them to I immediately took them to the vet and get the vet confirmed like I was doing a great work like I was like damn you took them at two weeks and they're a month now and they're looking so fine so I felt I felt compensated for the death of miles that's the first one that died and then I brought them home getting home after they've told me I was doing well and everything wasn't funny and she died I didn't feel nothing like, that was when I knew that something was up and I was only like nothing at all I didn't cry I, I was shocked and I was like you died too right you died on me <laughs> it wasn't funny and then she died thank God for people <laughs> thank God for people that were there friends and normally I would want to talk about things like when I don't feel good probably I don't like talking about things or like when things like this happen I like to talk about it because like I think I feel better like and I express myself and everything but I just didn't want to talk about it this time I just wanted to be now I wasn't watching Instagram videos of cats anymore I just didn't want to watch I just didn't want to make anything about I still had one before. <laughs> I already called people to come and take her because I didn't want her to die too. I didn't I I, 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 I was not ready to face her dying too on me. And then a week after she dies too. And I don't even know. Like I just didn't understand anything. And I now had the fear of keeping anything because I felt anything I keep was going to die. I didn't want nothing. Even when my sister sent me like Instagram videos of cats, I wouldn't watch it. And I didn't tell them anything. I just kept sending things because you know, I like all those things. But it was just depressing. Like I didn't open it. I stopped looking at cats' pictures. I just hated. <laughs> I just hated cats at that moment. And I just didn't want. To have anything to do with anything, like let everything just be on its own. I was so so sad, like 
and then I woke up like I woke up from what I was sleeping back into like no you can't do this like you shouldn't do this to yourself you shouldn't do this all over again and yeah I snapped out but it wasn't easy and it's still not easy I say as I feel of keeping one because I don't know I feel like it might die <laughs> although I shouldn't be negative but working on it so dealing with depression can be so difficult because it drains your energy hope your drive it makes everything difficult to do like it makes every step too hard to take the thing is that the things that help the most are actually the most difficult things to do but there's actually a great difference between what is difficult and what is impossible so while recovering from depression you have to know it's actually not quick so don't work yourself out like it doesn't just work overnight it doesn't happen overnight you don't just feel good overnight you don't just start being positive overnight you don't just start feeling like the whole world is the best that have happened no it doesn't just work like that it's not easy but you have to be careful you have to realize that everything starts soon no matter how persistent and stubborn the depression might be just make sure you are doing something just make sure you are moving make sure you are taking a step and the first step is actually the hardest thing to do it doesn't it doesn't it's not as easy as it's being said no but you have to do it if you can't fly like definitely no if you can't if you have to jog jog if you have to walk walk if you have to crawl crawl if you have to tiptoe just make sure you are moving make sure you are not stopping on it just make sure you are moving and you're not letting it eat you up just know you are doing your best no matter how little you seem to be moving i assure you you are doing your best <laughs> so you can start with doing the little things that make you feel better probably putting on your headset like how long you do put increase the volume to the highest could dance to your favorite music take a walk make a phone call talk to your family friend talk to your family talk to your closest friend do what makes you happy do what you enjoy doing because all these things one way or the other boost your energy like and your mood so keep taking these small steps taking small positive steps every day that's how we roll so stay connected to family, stay connected to friends, reach out, don't lock yourself up. <laughs> actually lock myself up, don't lock yourself up, talk to people, talking to people actually make you feel better, in one way, be social, and if you have to stay off social media, do, because research shows that social media actually reduces like the self-esteem people have because too much competition over the internet so if you have to lock yourself out of the internet do but don't lock yourself out of the whole world so find ways to support others to care for a pet yeah one thing pets do is actually keep companion like keep your stress in check practice relaxing it's not so hard try relaxing guy relax 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 and do not skip news like try not to skip news set your timetable treat your appetite you're not hungry but eat 
also do exercise stop the negative thinking stop diminishing positivity stop jumping into conclusions stop beating yourself up stop labeling yourself because of what might have happened in the past i felt so guilty when they died because i felt i took them to you and i killed them that was why i was so sad because they were so young and doc amera star told me that they were too young to render their mom's breast and it does one thing or the other to them and their union was not strong so they died because i took them too young so i felt so guilty not feeling guilty anymore not feeling guilty anymore so read the prescription of drugs like check the drugs you are taking if the side effect is depression so you know what's up with you then if you take alcohol like reduce it if you can stop taking it don't take it don't do drugs plan for the un- <laughs> plan for unavoidable non triggers like yeah things would happen just plan for it so also aim at least eight hours sleep if you can if you can get more than that please sleep guys sleep but at least aim it hours sleep do what you enjoy doing and if you are actually taking self-help like all these steps you have done all this and made a positive lifestyle change and still depression is getting worse is our advice you seek for professional help and most importantly god's word is the answer yeah as as, as simple as i said it is it is and the way you feel on it is how it actually enters your mind so when you talk about challenge oftentimes it is things you often haven't exposed god's words to that's why it seems so challenging and there's this present exposure of your mind to the wrong things try and expose your mind more to god's word than feeding it with the wrong and negative things so guys thank you for staying till the end thanks guys for staying till the end i have come to the end of this episode i hope you learned a thing or two yeah because i did and i enjoyed this I'm happy to be back. I'm happy you listened. I'm happy I recorded. I enjoyed this. Thank you guys. Stay tuned to catching up with the nurses. Bye guys. <laughs>